Uh, every name was taken. It's episode 20. It's me, the last DeBarge, cheat code DeBarge. It's your boy Derek. Hey, yo, I'm about to play one of the dumbest, dopest songs for y'all ever. <laughs> now, I got some of my homies in the building tonight, and I'm really excited to be back. I got my boy Lucky Leon. Lucky Leon, shout. Hey! My boy X is in the building. Hey! Tai Chi is in the building. Yeah, you listening to the sounds of Lisa Lisa and Colt Jam. <laughs> I wonder if I take you home. Now, this right here is a classic example, right? Listen to this shit. She's basically like, she want to fuck, but she don't want to fuck because she feel like he's not going to call her back afterwards, which is the dumbest shit in the world. Because me personally, I'm less likely to call back if you don't give me the pussy. Like, if you keep making me wait for it, I'm gonna just find somebody else that wanna fuck. Go ahead and sing to him, Lisa Lisa. Yeah. If I take you home, uh, sing it, bitch. Uh, and she's lying through her fucking teeth, man. I'm pretty sure one of these verses on here, she says something like, oh, I want it as much as you want it. That's a lie. Women don't want it as much as we want it Because they can get it whenever they want it (laughs) Cause like for us Sex is like a really limited natural resource Like we gotta get it when we can get it Oh my god Now I'm gonna give y'all a chance to actually Hold on a second, let me turn this down Oh hold on, my bad I I can't just cut this off, I'm sorry Let us know Lying bitch I want it as much as you do, but will you still keep in touch? Well, that's the risk you take, bitch. You don't know. But personally for me, I'm more likely to keep in touch with you if you fuck me because I want to come back for more. Am I really off base with that? Like, Not at all. If it's good. Mm. <laughs> so you think that Lisa Lisa might have some white pussy and she just... Well, most of that rag about to be trash. I agree with that. Most of the girls you see online that talk about how nasty they are really mm-hmm. turns out pretty trash at the end of the day. Facts. Preacher's daughters. Sorry, Lisa Lisa. <laughs> so it's been a minute since I actually did an episode, so I want to apologize, yo, because it's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you without a podcast to step to. Step to. Um... But yeah, so I didn't really feel like talking to you niggas, but now though I do, I I got a lot to talk about because it's October, it's my favorite month, Halloween is in October, and that is my favorite holiday, Um, I think I know what I'm dressing up as, are y'all dressing up at all? Probably, yeah. Probably? Mm -hmm. What are you going to be? Uh, I might do some family thing, so I haven't decided yet though. Oh, got you, that's a married nigga answer. That's cute. You too? Leon, you dressing up? Yeah. No? You should be Bernie Mac in Players Club. <laughs> <laughs> that would be perfect for if you. If it's a dope Halloween party, I'll get into it. I'm going to be Steve Harvey. I'm going to shave my I'm head off, walk. put on the mustache, and throw on a loose-fitting suit, <laughs> and, just, and, just, and just be a fucking coon. <laughs> and, uh, but I'm going to do something different for when we do our little work thing. I'm going to be <clears throat> Sarnotich. That shit going to be great. But no, um, so in keeping with the theme of spooky season, 
Uh, I want to talk about something that most men growing up, we have a fear. A fear of talking to women, a fear, not even of talking to them, it's a fear of being rejected. Because I don't know about y'all, but I grew up with like loud, ghetto-ass cousins who, if we walking down the street and a girl walking the opposite way, they'd be like, hey, yo, bitch, my cousin want to talk to you. And then I'm just sitting there looking stuck. And now I got to come up with something, you know? And so there was that fear of rejection. Like I didn't know how to start up a conversation with a stranger. Did y'all ever have that? Like, where y'all were afraid to... My shit started in high school with white bitches. What? The fear? Fear. Really? Why were you afraid of white bitches? They was a, a different breed of person. Mm. I grew up with black girls, so it was easy to talk yeah. to them. But talking to the white girl, I'm like, yo, if I come off two gangs, she's like, nah, nah, nah. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you was intimidated by them? Yeah, because I was like... I was still hood. I was like... I was a young kid. I ain't know much. I'm like, yo, shawty, shawty, shawty. Everybody shawty. Nobody's don't like that shit. Oh, so she was going to her friend like, he gave me a nickname. He calls me shoddy. And it's like, like my, my style was like dressing-wise and my lingo was different too. I was like, I, I don't know. It, it, it just wouldn't go good with how they feel. Like the white girl, like, I like them, them country white girls that don't know much about yeah. black culture. Yeah. I don't want that white girl that thinks she's black or had black friends and still yep. trying to be white. I want the straight white girl who like, your daddy might not like me. Did you yeah. used to wear the Jabos with the straps? Facts. Mm. I didn't wear them baggy as fuck, though. You used to wear those, those FUBU Platinums with the like Looney Tunes characters, didn't you? No. Don't lie. I did. I just thought I had a friend. <laughs> I thought somebody was going to own up to it with I me. Never got, I, I only wore the Jabos, though, just because like everybody had a pair, so I just got a pair. But I, ain't like I had them. one pair, and I used to rock the fuck out of them. I had a couple. That FUBU shit, though, was different. Oh, yeah, FUBU, FUBU was my shit, shit man. That that like polyester tracksuit. Like, I was always stuck on that? Nikes and Jordan. Yeah, it'd be the same color. Damon John scammed us. That's what the fuck you did. <laughs> Nike Jordan, Polo, Nautica, Sacconi. Oh, you fit it, fit it. Some other stuff, but that was like my journey, like dressing though. I had like I said, some stuff I got just because everybody had it. So me and my cousin Corey, shout out to Corey. What up, nigga? You fucking beanpot head ass nigga was good. So me and him used to freak the game because, you know, niggas was poor. So we had to freak it. Like we couldn't just have 17 pairs of shoes. You know what I'm saying? So we would buy the like all white shell toe Adidas or all white um, Air Force Ones and just change the color of the shoestrings every day. Nice. So we had like 10 different color shoestrings each and we would just swap. So it looked like we had different shoes That's for every smart. outfit, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, we knew how to be poor and still yeah. be fly, you know what I'm saying? We was at the crib cleaning the <laughs> fuck out of them dirty-ass shoes. My cousins tried that shit, but I rejected that shit quick. What? Like, you you want to fucking with the shoestring gang? Nah, shoestring was fine, but she was hard. You put your foot in my shoe. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, no. We each had our own pair of the shell toes, nigga. We, was, we nah, wasn't sharing the like, shoe. At a certain time, like, when I, when I finally, like, broke the habit, I, like, my, my stepbrother, like, we'll share shoes. Mm. But it took me a while to just that shit lasts like a couple months. Like yo, I can't do this shit no more. So I'm like your feet stink. Like, Y'all remember mm. when girls thought that uh, shoe size matched dick size? Y'all remember yeah. that? Yeah, I wear seven and a half. my favorite, oh, so they were shitting on you back in the day. They was like, oh, and my favorite line was like, you know what I say about a guy with big feet. They're like, who that? I'm like, Big Sox. Big Sox, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that shit don't. That's how that turned into. It really don't. It really don't. Facts. Because I wear 10 and a half, 11, depending on what shoe I'm wearing. And I still got a small ass dick. So it's like, it really don't mean nothing. <laughs> Meanwhile, this guy here, Tai Chi, wears what, a seven? Seven and a half. Seven and a half? Yeah. Let's, let's give it a half. And his dick is seven and a half <laughs> on soft. <laughs> 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 I mean, hey, it's all about balance. You know what I'm saying? I remember I used to take my, my cousin's shoes, like older cousins or like one of my aunt's boyfriends, just 
whenever they would break up, right, he'd leave all his shit in the crib. So I'd be like, oh, this is a come up. Bunch of Air Force, bunch of Jordans, but they'd be like two sizes bigger. Mm. So I'd be trying to, I'd be going to school walking like Three a duck. Socks. Walking like a duck because I didn't want to crease the shits. <sighs> I remember one time my mom picked me up from my grandma's house. I was coming down the steps from the building. And I'm walking slow as fuck because I got, you know, my feet to the side. I don't want to crease it. And the shit's just two sizes bigger. And she gets out the car. She's like, what are you doing? Why are you walking so slow? I'm like, yo, my chill out. I don't want to crease. I don't want to crease. It was, I remember it was, it was a white Air Force, white Air Force Ones. And I, I, I never, they were like, I think I was like, a, I don't middle school or, or elementary school. They were like two sizes bigger than what I wore. But I still rocked them just because, you know what I'm saying? Well, I did the same thing, bro. I would just double up on the socks. But wait, we're getting off track. I want to digress for a second because we want to talk about the fear of talking to women. So um, I would get like real anxiety when I had to talk to a girl when I was younger. I was afraid. I would stutter. I would uh, I would forget. Yo, if she asked me my name, I'd have to think about it. Like, like it was that yeah. bad. And bro, I used to have a real fear of approaching women in public. And I remember uh, my cousin Corey, he would tell me like, hey man, the worst she could do is say no. But I'm like, that's bad. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? I remember my boy Tony. Uh, he told me that the way that he got over it was he realized one day that uh, when he was over on the south side of Milwaukee, which for those who don't know, south side is like Spanish Harlem, mm. it's where all of the Puerto Rican dudes are, where all the Dominicans are, um, a lot, a lot of Mexican people over there, and he would see. All of these, like, short, ugly, fat Spanish dudes with beautiful Hispanic women. Mm-hmm. He said that he realized from seeing that, yo, these dudes just shot they shot. They they put their fucking application in for the job. A lot of dudes see fine-ass women and they feel intimidated so they never step to them. But it's like, they gotta get dick from somewhere. Yeah. So why shouldn't it be you? And when he told me that, I started realizing, bro. It's like a slogan. Yeah, there yeah, are motherfuckers out here who are way underqualified. Mm-hmm. And they still getting it. How did y'all get over y'all fears? For me, so the crazy shit is, I could talk to women all day about anything. I could start a conversation about something. I could continue a conversation if we're just talking as friends. If we're just shooting, if we're shooting the shit, I can talk for days. I'm not nervous at all. But the moment it goes over to anything romantic or sexual, that's when it's like, it's like, not me. What is this power? What? So, so growing up, that was basically what it was for me. I, in, in high school, I chilled with a lot of females, <clears throat> and I was just strictly friends with a lot of females. But the moment it it would escalate to that, that's when I got like nervous. But then I started realizing, like, all right, exactly, exactly what you said. Like, okay, if they say no. All right, cool. That's it. In the, it's not in the and then world. what I would do is my go-to, my my go-to would be, oh, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Uh, so if it was a rejection, I would just hit him with the, nah, it's just a joke. I'm just playing, like, LOL or something mm-hmm. like that. And then that's it. it. It would just, it wouldn't be held against me. So that was kind of like a get out of jail free card for me. But, I mean, to mm-hmm. this day, like, I mean, you know, well, my wife now, I remember I didn't talk to her. Directly, I got put on by someone, a mutual friend that I was working yeah. with. Most of us got our jobs because so we have good references. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> most of us. <laughs> so, so that's 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 what happened with that. Then it was kind of like, all right, you know, let me hit her up. My my thing was, all right, I get my 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 tactic is, I give you my number. 
Because if you're really interested, you're going to hit me up. Yeah. Mm. I don't got to worry about... Oh, that used to be up. my move, but I don't, I don't do that no more because I want to be in control of the, of the situation. I want to have your number because I know I'll hit you up. You know what I'm saying? Like, you might get my number and then forget... Or you might just, uh, you, you might take my number out of being polite. But if you give me yours, maybe you actually really want to talk to me. I'd rather ask for yours and you say no than for me to give you mine and you just take it out of politeness. Because then that way I'm not just lingering on and waiting for a call, whatever the fuck. You know, I don't know. See, but that's, but that's the trick. You don't just you don't just linger and wait. You know what I'm saying? Go about your Preach, day. King. And then you get a text from, you know, said person. Oh, maybe. That means that right. if you get that text... That shows the genuine interest. Mm. You could sit there, text. If you want to be real thirsty, which I hate, I absolutely hate being thirsty. It's never been my thing. If you want to be thirsty, double text. You do whatever. I'll double text. They hit you with the. They they hit you with the one words. They hit you with the periods at the end of the sentence. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then it's like, okay, at that point, you're just wasting your time. See, for me though, sometimes some people are just really not self-aware. Because to be honest, hey, look. A lot of people, I'm not going to make it gender specific, but a lot of people have never had to be likable in their lives. So they don't really know how to keep a conversation going because it's never been up to them to do it. Mm-hmm. So just yeah. because a person's a bad texter, I don't always just give up on them. I'll invite them somewhere in person, and if their energy's still off in person, then I'm like, oh, no, nah, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mind you, that's if I'm attracted to them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was about to say, like, she has to be mighty fucking fine for her to be sending me one word of text. Or something. Facts, yeah, yeah. yeah. Part of that. That's true. I'm not about to sit here and just let somebody send me K, yeah, LOL. Oh, and don't send me GM in the morning. Don't send me GM instead of good morning. Yeah. What was the point of that? Yo, it's lazy. Yeah, it is. Because it's autocorrect. Yeah, don't, <laughs> don't W-Y-D me either. Don't what you doing me to dev. Don't do that. I don't have time for that. I but, think you only allotted maybe like two of those per hour before the conversation is really just yeah, not going anywhere at that point. I'm a fan of meeting up in person, though. I I don't do the long text, getting to know each other through text, because you can't get to know me through text. Right. Because I'm clever. And I'm fake. I can be whoever I, whoever you need me to be, sweetheart. <laughs> so it's best if we just meet up in person for the best of us. <laughs> I guess I, I agree with that, because then like... I can be, I can reciprocate the energy much Fast. better. Yeah. And I can see person. if you worth it. Exactly. And it's easier to fucking like manipulate who you are through text messages. Cause I'm a, I'm a fucking asshole. I don't give a fuck what y'all say. Like you can judge me all you want. I'm an asshole. I'm trying to fuck. Well, like, we ain't trying to fuck you. We don't care. Hey, you know what I'm talking about. But like, I'm trying to fucking fuck. So saying shit through text, I have time to think about what the fuck I'm right. going to say beforehand. In person and though. if I don't like what's put out into text. I could just fucking delete that shit and reset, like, you know, make a new message. That's that's, that's, Whereas through person, it's just like, yo, like, I got like one you got word. one shot. Yeah, exactly. Do not miss it. Yeah, exactly. If I say one thing wrong. I'm sweater already. It's my spaghetti. It's a wrap. <laughs> What's up, Lucky Leon? Raise my hand and speak. What's up, baby? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. My, my thing was, like, at a young age, I knew I was ugly. So my confidence was, like, through the fucking roof. Because like, couldn't nobody hurt your feelings. Yeah, I'm not a pretty nigga. Like, I just wasn't born with good looks. But I had cute features. But when I got my first cell phone, my things was phone calls. Like, I, mm. I, I'm not even to this day, I'm not a big texter, but I will text. But I'm, 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 I'm phone calls. Like, I, just, I called my mom and I should tell you. 
used to run the house phone up like yo I'm on the phone you know what <laughs> oh, I'm saying I used like, to that. then you fall asleep on the phone with him yeah cause like that was just me cause with like hang up even to this day like, when I was meeting chicks before I got married like my first conversation would be a phone call if I got shit in my I'm calling you if you don't pick up it's dead you can't do that no more though if they mm-hmm. don't pick up, it's, it's women don't like to be yeah. called no more. See, they're not FaceTime. my type of women. Like, oh, Face, my like, FaceTime is off. FaceTime. You can't just FaceTime me. I hate you can't FaceTime. Face you hate it. You need but an appointment. Know she Make an appointment not. to FaceTime me. I'm dead ass. Text like, me. We, tell I, me. I, yeah, like now with the fa- I'll FaceTime or phone call, but if you don't pick up, you dead. Like I'm not going no further because it's like if you can't hold a conversation with me on the phone, I don't want to meet you in person. Because that's fair. I just I'm I like because I'm a talkative person, man. So it's hard to take so much shit because I'm like. Yeah, I, I say so much shit in one sentence sometimes. Like, you know what? I'm just calling them. Bloop. Don't pick True. up. You did. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I got people yeah, like now on my phone right now, like even my friends. We text me, I call them, pick up, or text me. Conversation dead. I ain't texting you. Uh-huh. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is it's too, too much, much for text. text. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, f- I feel that that's kind of like the screening before meeting up in person. It's, it's almost the same thing, honestly. Yeah. But I mean, to even get to that point though, where you're making that decision, there's still that initial anxiety, and um, so. Like I say, white bitch was my my like my kryptonite. Like talking for me, to it was chicks, women in general. Like chicks was easy, man. But when it came to like talking to white girls, I was like, eh. for me, it was a fear of just being rejected. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to be rejected, and uh, but I learned pretty soon as a man, rejection is just part of the game. Man. It's part of your life. You go get rejected yeah. all the time, and when you can start finding the funny in it when you can start finding the like hilariousness and being rejected it becomes so much better mm-hmm. so much better and so what i did right to get over my fear like it sounds like y'all had more natural experiences like y'all just kind of came into your own but i'm not like that i'm more cerebral when it comes to like relationships um i actually had to come up with, with a plan what i would do fam every time i went to like the fucking mall i would promise myself okay when i go in here I'm going to talk to three girls. Like, I had to do that because I had to set it up for myself and not even flirting. Like, I'm going to give three genuine compliments. So, like, as I was walking through the mall, I'll be looking out like, yo, whose outfit do I like? Whose shoes do I like? Whose nails do I like? So, I would have genuine compliments for women and let it stop there and Mm -hmm. just keep moving. All right, you have a nice day. And a lot of times, they would be wanting to talk more. But that's all I came to do was to get that initial talk out of mm-hmm. them. And, bro, I kept doing that. Every time I would go out, I would go to, like, concerts or Summerfest. And I'd be like, okay, I'm going to talk to eight girls. And I would do it. And, bro, it changed things for mm-hmm. me. Because even if you're just talking to them by saying, hey, what's up? Or, hey, how are you? Yo, you start learning, oh, women are human. If you say, hey, how are you? They're going to tell you how they are. Yeah. And they're going to, they really can't do nothing to me. But see, the only thing, like... What gave me the initial, like, go was, like, I grew up in a household with my mom and two sisters. So, mm-hmm. women was like, yo, what's the code of this? You feel what I'm saying? And secondly, like, all the kids in the neighborhood, it was a mixed group. You feel me? Like, it's boys and girls. So, I'm like, I'm already hanging around with chicks. They think I'm cool. We young. We riding bikes together. We, we going through sewers and shit. Mm-hmm. So, if they think I'm cool, why people in my life won't think I'm cool? Once they get to know me, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you don't like me when I know me. <clears throat> And fuck you, like, my, my, my fallback was, like, if I talk to a shorty and she wouldn't feel me, I'm like, fuck your breast thing, bitch. <laughs> Yo, that's... <laughs> I remember back home. That's, <laughs> that's that shit. We were walking down the block, and we would see, so that's another thing with me, I would see constantly dudes trying to talk to chicks, but, like, on some, I'm just seeing you in the street, and I'm trying to say something to you. And they would just be like, hey, yo, ma, what's up, da-da-da. And then 
the chick would like ignore him or say some shit like, no, nah, I'm not interested. And they'd be like, oh, you ugly as fuck anyway. Like something like that. And it was just, <laughs> that shit was the funniest shit ever. But for me, it was like, it was it was almost like, I, I felt as though rejection, it gave me that like anxiety, if that makes any sense. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. the moment I'm about to, I'm about to say something. Like my heart will start beating a little bit faster, just yeah, a little bit. Of course, of course. Because in anticipation of what they're gonna say back to me. Right. So it's like I could say some simple, even, even if even if it's not like some like yo, I'm trying to talk to you, I'm trying to get your number. Nah, like oh, like what you were saying with the with the with the small compliments. Mm-hmm. And it's just like my shit's just like. Yeah. But eventually, you keep practicing it. It becomes secondhand, man. Like now, like if I wasn't married, talking to her, she'd be easy as fuck now. Cause I built up like after high school, I just built like tolerance for it. Like fuck it. You built up a tolerance to white women. Yeah, cause it's like if you turn me down, all right, but there's another one that's gonna take this shit. You feel me? Like somebody gonna take. I just kept trying. Somebody gonna feel this dick. And like on on the honest, like a real note, I went through like of a head count of like forty women before I got to the first one. That like it took. I'm like fuck it. Yeah. It's a numbers game. It's all. And then finally, like you know, like okay, I see what got her. Let me, let me let me dumb down a little bit, you know. So let yeah. me take some of this out and and bring some of this. You out. You can never stay. be your full self in the beginning. Yeah. You can't just show up. Oh, I'm a but nerd see, who like doing this, and then also I, I'm kind of into cults. That's how I got cults. all my chicks in the family. Like, we'll be out <laughs> no. shooting, right? We could be out hanging out. That's how I got all my chicks growing up. I'm like, I came straight me up top. I'm like, yo, what it is? You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I'm like, yo, damn, so they're fucking head banging, blase blase. We get to talking and just, I came off me up top, and you know what I'm saying? Women felt that shit at first, but then when it came to the, the different race. They're like, yo, this ain't my culture, son. Like, you can't just approach her like you're approaching your culture. They're used to different. So, I'm going to yeah. give y'all a nugget of gold, they right? Like y'all don't need it because y'all two are married. Leon <laughs> and X are married. Uh, but, so, I've been talking about writing a book about dating for a long time. Because, and people would say, oh, you single. How you going to write a book? Okay, first of all, coaches don't play, all right? Right, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. That's why I can coach about relationships because I'm not anyone for a fucking reason. Now, um, one thing that I learned very early on when it comes to women is they are tired of having the same conversations over and over. They are so tired of it. So what I do when I see a woman in public, like say if she has really, really, really pretty eyes, I'm going to talk about anything but that because Mm. I know 20 other niggas already did that. That same day. And bro, I'm telling you, they'll be surprised because they know what they think you're about to say. And when you can catch them off guard... Oh boy! And see, that's that's why I said like me coming off who I was at the top, it worked because they wasn't used to a guy being himself. Like yeah, nigga, I'm like yo, what's, what's what's good, man? You know, you mad, beautiful, blase, blase. I come to a girl like straight like if I'm trying to talk to a chick, and I'm not like yo, I'm like yo, you pretty, but your toes mad fucked up though. Like, <laughs> oh, you was that motherfucker, <laughs> yeah. huh? But that shit like that is it's an insult. Like damn, that nigga up front, you know what I'm saying? So it's like it's a strength I played to because. It separated me from the rest of the crowd. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't afraid to keep me fully blown and still try to mack to a girl at the same time. It's like, she don't know what the fuck to do. And at the end of the day, she's like, yo, let me hit this nigga because he ain't like nothing I ever seen before. You know I told y'all about the rejection game that, like, me and my friends play back home. We go out, we try to see who can get shut down the most times. Like, I remember that you, shit. You, you're not trying to get at the girls. you just talking to them with the purpose of That's being smart. rejected. Yeah. It is hilarious because here's the thing. Whoever, so you got to keep track of how many women reject you. Whoever has the most points at the end wins, and they don't pay for none of the drinks. 
Mm. Everybody else got to figure it out. Bro, it's a great game. I'll play that but game. Here's the thing, though. Uh-huh. Either way, everybody wins because if you didn't get rejected, you won because you got numbers. And if you did get rejected, you, you won because you got free drinks and you got that experience. So, like, I remember one time we was at this place called um, Rogue's Gallery in Milwaukee. And I walked up to this chick because I was behind by like two. So I was like, I'm trying to get two more rejections. I walked up to her and I just looked her up and down. And then I said, hey. And she said, hey. And I looked her up and down again. And I was like, yeah, you about as good as I can do. <laughs> <laughs> What's your name? And yo, when I tell you, I caught her off guard so hard yeah. that she started laughing. And I, she didn't know how to feel. Mm-hmm. She didn't know if she should be offended. Uh-huh. But she knew that shit was funny. You know, and it was just... I learned from that, though. I learned, like, yo, it's really not that deep. So there's one other thing I want to talk about here when it comes to spooky season, all right? There's something that's real spooky to me that you can dedicate your whole life to a motherfucker. And meanwhile, they off messaging a motherfucker about you, talking shit behind your... You know, I'm going to just get to the shits. I'm going to get to the shits because I'm getting frustrated talking about it. So here, live in... The room, I have my boy Tai Chi. Tai Chi, what up? What's going on? Uh, you know what's going on. <laughs> you know what I'm about to talk about. So, his ex is happily married. If you go look at her Instagram, it's nothing but pictures of them being happily married. At the aquarium. At the zoo. At the state fair. Eating corn dogs. Sharing plates of spaghetti like Lady in a Trap. And she's always, oh, I love him, I love him, I love him. Te quiero, te quiero, I love you, te amo, te amo. It's all types of love, you know what I'm saying? But, however, (laughs) she was in my man's DMs, and I'm about to read them DMs because it's spooky season. And y'all need to hear a scary story? Here's a scary story. So, first I'm going to, so this is her most recent picture with her husband. I'm going to read the caption to that picture. To set the stage for this story, it says, Two years of being married to this guy has been nothing short of an adventure. From getting our first pup to having our first baby. Life is never boring with him around. I remember one time I was pregnant and craving Krispy Kreme donuts so bad we went in my crappy car. It overheated and we got stuck at Hooters. To say I was freaking out was an understatement. Blah, da, blah, da, blah, da, blah, da, blah. All her posts are like that. They're all gushing and in love with this <sighs> one-punch man-looking motherfucker that she's married to. <laughs> Let her know. So, she's in love. She's in love. Oh, she I'm looking at her profile right now. Her profile says, To God be all the glory. Obsessed with my kid. Love my little family. <laughs> so, here is the DM that she sent. But them be the ones, My though. Boy. Them be the ones. She sent him a message that said... They have the most shit. Sometimes I just want to disappear with the name of their baby. I won't say it. Sometimes I just want to disappear with the kid. I just want to take her where no one knows us. My whole family is all screwed up and so is my life. Fuck, I wish I was young again. I miss being with someone fucking attractive. Ouch. Ouch, fam. There, I said it. It's weird. I find him unattractive. Yo, you shitting on your man and some other niggas DMs? I find him attractive, but not in a way I find you attractive. It's fucking weird. 
Everything, Tai Chi. Your eyes, lips, jaw, fucking everything. Your laugh, I miss everything. Sometimes I fucking hate uh, my life. I don't know about that laugh. Like I right now, I, I fucking hated. I fucking hate being fucked, then fucking emotionally abused. Life's fucking fun. Wow. So this bitch is going through it. Now, I read all that to say this. You can never know what a person's going through by just looking at their social media. Right. Sometimes a person can look so happy and in love, but really they looking for the next dick to hop on in the DMs. Well, like I say, them, them be the ones, bro. Mm-hmm. The people on social media claiming the best life have yeah. the worst life. True. Tachi, how did you feel when you got this message? I'm going to speak loud because the, the mic's way over there. All right. So that was my ex, right? Okay. Very first ex I've had. So obviously I was infatuated with her. And then when she said that shit to me, it complimented my emotions and yep. all that. However, I was already fucking with somebody else at the time. And um, I ain't gonna lie. Like, I'm the youngest nigga in this fucking room, right? And I was, like, so down to be like, yo, you know what? Fucking leave that nigga. This so you that. saw it as an ego boost. Yes. Absolutely. Whereas us, who are a little older, we would have saw it as scary. Because, mm-hmm. like, yo, you so in love on the internet. You so in love. I would put myself mm-hmm. in his shoes. If you right. I'm, I'm thinking about him. I'm like, yo, you, you dirty. Yeah, dirty that nigga. bitch. <laughs> nah, fam, it's spooky season for real. Somebody got that. I would think, I would think, I would think about that because I would think to myself like, shit, that's some dude's wife. What if my wife was in someone's DMs yeah. talking about me like that? Facts. That's why I would think like that. But real quick on a on a, on a side note, in regards to how she posts, how they're so happy, and then she hits him with these DMs. So I post on my Instagram maybe, maybe once a week. Sometimes once every two weeks, depending on what's going on. And every time that my wife hits me with the, oh, you know, I'm not there. Or, you don't post me there. Or, you know what I'm saying? She be hitting me with the with the guilt trip and shit. Because yeah. the shit I really post is like, you know, now be the baby. Mm-hmm. You know, big shit, right? So it kind of goes to show, you know, I love my wife. And I think we happy as shit. And I'm not posting about it every five minutes. She don't post about it every five minutes either. Because you you're ne- too busy being happy. Yeah, exactly. You will you never know. find a good sheet. First of all, you wouldn't find a comment that's longer than like two sentences, first of all. Right. Let alone something that's real lovey-dovey, you know, all mushy and shit like that. Exactly. I don't need to prove anything to people on social media. Facts. The only person I need to prove something to is, excuse me, is my wife. So, me writing something for a caption on an app is not going to do anything to prove anything. True. You know what I'm saying? That's more... Mm-hmm. That's more stuff that you don't see on social media. Social media, excuse me. And that's a problem with social media is that someone could put up this crazy front and their life is going the complete opposite. And then that's not even the worst part. The worst part is someone else sees that shit and will get envious oh. and will get jealous and will get and will, it'll, they'll start to feel down on themselves because their life isn't like that. Like imagine, <clears throat> excuse me, a guy or a girl in a relationship looking at some of her posts saying. Man, I wish my relationship was like that. Man, you know, I wish I wish I had what they have. Mind you, they ain't have shit. And she don't even want what she got. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to flip it though. I want to hear from you first, Lucky Leon. If you looked in your wife's phone and you saw messages like that, where she telling some dude, "I miss being with somebody attractive," how do you feel after seeing that, bro? I mean, first off, all right, so. I wouldn't feel bad if she's somebody attractive. I wouldn't get mad at that shit, though. But I'm going to get mad at the fact that with the shit she said, I'm mm-hmm. like, I know I'm ugly. So, like, all right, cool. You want a pretty nigga. Gotcha. Yeah. But the fact is, like, you can't. 
Like I got, I told my girl all the time, like if you, if you ever, if you ever, like ever, I don't care when it is, how it is, what's going on, if you ever want a way out, just tell me, and I will give you your way. I will not hold you against your will. Yeah. Cause like I'm, I'm growing up, I'm big on loyalty. Yeah. So I took commitment, right? I asked you to marry me. So if I feel like I need to cheat, I'm like yo, Nietzsche, we got to end this. You feel what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that's how I would do it. So I. Give me the same respect. Yeah. So if you cross that loyalty, you dead. Like, dead. I'm dead. I'm, oh, damn. I've never loved nobody enough to kill him, bro. Cause it's, never. But see, check it though. Side note: it's it's not it's not the love. It's the loyalty factor. Mm. Like I'm all in for you. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm all the way in. Like everybody knows you. The whole world knows you. Like anybody I've dated knows you. Anybody that I've dated try to come back. I'm married. Wife. Boom. Picture. Here you go. Happy. Got away. You feel me? So it's like, yeah. you know, you mainstream. You 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 the front face of me. Like, if I'm mm-hmm. running for president, you're the face. You feel what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So the whole world knows. So if you ever cross that, the only option is the casket. Because it's like, I'm yeah. giving you my all. Yeah. And I, I told you, if you wanted a way out, take the way out. Just tell me you want a way out. And I will freely let you the fuck out. Like, I'm not going to hold you in this cage. Get the fuck out. Here's the door. Thanks. Go. So if you cross the line and try to go behind my back, you and that person got to die. And I've told How my wife. How would you feel if you saw that, X? I, so I really like what he just said about I agree with the him. loyalty. Up so, until the killing him. Of him. That's <laughs> yeah, 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 I think, yeah. He, you know, kill him, you know, uh, the relationship is dead. I'm not right? going to physically. Physically, well, the, uh, physically dead. To, like, to I've told him. He's about to get some knocks on the door. And, uh, you know what I'm saying? I was trying to help him out. All right, so my wife, uh, she's real big on that as well. And she always tells me, don't. Have her out here looking stupid. Facts. So what I think about mm-hmm. is, back in the day, I, you know, I'd be out with my boys and I see some chick with her man, and I know things that that chick has done. So me and my boys are just sitting there, look, mm, 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 mm. y'all ain't shit. Yeah, no. So, so I think about that, <clears throat> and I think about what she tells me, and I try to live by this thing where every action I take, I do it as if my wife is watching. Yeah, I do it with the with the premise that she, every time I text, I have to text a female for whatever reason. I do it as if I know she's gonna whether she does or not. I do it as if I know she's gonna see those messages. I interact as if I know she's going to be there and see that interaction yeah. because I don't ever like if she ever comes around like my work or my friends or whatever. I don't ever want any of my friends to have in the back of their mind. So when you go on Pornhub, you only look at Puerto Rican women. Uh, no comment. Ah. <laughs> but check it. Ah. Hey, see how fake married niggas are. Oh, my but listen, God. my wife is actually not Puerto Rican. So what is she? She's El Salvadorian. Oh Salvadorian. my bad. Okay, but check it. So that's, that's you only look at El Salvadorian though. women. Um, they don't say their uh, ethnicity under the. But listen, ah. porn, man, so. <laughs> in my eyes, porn. <laughs> Has no race and it's not cheating. It's just like watching TV, bro. If you can sit there and watch a couple have sex on a movie screen, you can go watch porn. It's just more in detail. It's like it's like me telling you the story, right? All right, take it like Netflix. Netflix will tell you a story. Sex scene come off, they cut it out. But porn is the sex scene being shown. Yeah, it's so the same I'm, shit. I'm Still not cheating. Stories. I'm just watching something without you. So yeah, if you anything, didn't, I'm, didn't I'm cheating on our binge watching. You feel what I'm saying? I might be cheating on the binge watching, but me watching them fuck is like, hey, I'm not fucking her, and I'm not even there. I'm just watching it. I'm yeah. a spectator. Your wife's going to kick my ass for thinking she was Puerto Rican. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. One thing I learned, you don't never pick the wrong Hispanic. You but, just say Hispanic as like a cover on. I don't even say Hispanic. I just say Spanish. 
Cause it's like you can break down Spanish so many different ways. It makes it less. You can yeah. It it makes it less. Either one of those would if, be. Yeah. If 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 you listen in ex's wife, I didn't mean it. I really didn't. I was just joking. You know. <laughs> it's ha it's ha podcast like, joke. <laughs> it's it's it's. I just say Spanish because it makes it less aggressive toward the person I'm speaking to. Because if I say, bro, you Puerto Rican, Hispanic. Mexican, what is it? Like, yo, bro, get my shit right. right. I'm not, you know what I'm saying? But I said, which, which, which Spanish are you? Yeah, yeah. Because Spanish, break, the language is the same, but it, the lingo changes throughout the language. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So I learned that good little It also depends on who, who you're talking to. So like me, like, I know a lot of times I look Mexican as fuck, but I'm not Mexican. So, excuse me, people would say, yo, you, like, you Mexican? And then I'll joke around, like, yo, watch your fucking mouth. No. <laughs> I joke, but, I, but I'll be, it'll be completely a joke. And then, like, they'll think I'm being serious. And I'm not, nah, 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 I'm, I'm just Puerto Rican. So, so it, it, it's not that big. It's not a big deal to me. But there are some certain people who... They, they yeah. take that shit to, like, to yeah. death. Like, yeah. You finna die now. You fuck my shit. They take that shit. They, yeah, they take it very serious. All right, so I think we covered everything that we need to cover for this episode. Uh, okay, uh, for future reference, you niggas ain't getting no more long episodes out of me. What we at, 38 minutes right now? Mm-hmm. Cutting out all the bullshit is going to wind up at like 35, 34? Like oh, that's perfect. You guys be all right. What is it, like 15 minutes to get to work? <laughs> <laughs> you niggas listen to this on the way and back. Hey, so let me go ahead and play my shit for the one time, you know what I'm saying? Let me go ahead and cue that shit up. Yeah. All right, so I'm signing off. It's your boy, The Last DeBarge, a.k.a. Chico DeBarge. I'm out here. Hey, Lucky Leon, tell them what you... Tell them. Go to sign off, bro. Cheese. We out, man. Much love, God bless, and stay faithful and stay black. No, I can t- take the last part off. Just stay faithful. Stay whatever you are. <laughs> all right, X. Go ahead and let people know what you want. Hey, man. It's it's all about the loyalty, man. If you if you, if you stay loyal to some and they stay loyal to you, you, you won't have no problems. Facts. Yep. All right, Tai Chi. Go ahead and speak to the people. All right, y'all. Just appreciate yourselves. Self love. Y'all kings and queens. Peace out. One last note. My man trying to get some Neo Soul pussy. Women suck more dick. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Nope, I'm keeping that. <laughs> that's, a, that's a note that's gonna help your love life. You know, you know, it'll help you keep spinning. a man. I'ma get back to my Give me a minute. Sundown. Yeah. 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 Ye